Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Round Two podcast. This is your host, Nikki Corbett, and I am super excited to talk with you again. Um, today, I have a guest, another person from my college years. His name is Wes, and he is coming to us from Washington State. And uh, this is exciting because he is another person who I have not seen in the flesh in probably 20 plus years, but mm -hmm. uh, another one of the thanks to social media, we've managed to stay in touch and he was excited about the podcast and agreed to come on and talk with me. So Wes, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me on and thanks for reaching out. I'm Wes Jones. Um, like Nikki said, we are old friends from college, University of San Diego, uh, the Toreros and I am originally from Bellevue, Washington. That is where I am born and raised. And then I spent about 10 years down in San Diego. And that's where I know your lovely host. And uh, I've been back in the Bellevue, Washington area since about 2006. Bellevue is a suburb of Seattle, uh, Washington, but has really turned into its own, um, you know, its own city, its own metropolitan area, and is just on an absolute uh, tear as far as job growth and tech. And uh, that's where I'm located now. And um, yeah, I'm looking at uh, beautiful uh, grid beautiful gray skies on a Friday <laughs> afternoon. So yeah, happy, happy to be here to break up the monotony of the day and uh, the, the rain outside. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I actually don't think I knew that you were originally from Washington. I was going to ask you how you, how you made the move up there, but I guess went, it was- went, went back home. Yeah. Yeah. And as you were talking about Bellevue, I was thinking, gosh, I wonder how many times you've, you've gone, given that spiel, given that you're having a great real estate career up there. You probably say that, could say that in your sleep. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it comes pretty natural, pr pretty natural at this point. Awesome. Well, so you, aside from being a realtor, being a husband, a dad, you have recently um, decided to make some, make a pretty big change in your life. And that was one of the reasons why I reached out to you because I saw your transformation happen mm -hmm. over social media. So, um, you know, you went on a significant weight loss journey. So why don't you talk about that? Like where, did, what got you there? What made you decide it was the right time, the right place and all the great things that you've learned along the way. Yeah, no, it's really funny because I was actually, uh, I'll throw you back to another college story. I was down in Austin, Texas uh, a couple months ago, and mm -hmm. I called up an old buddy that I played football with at USD, and he's not on social media okay. and had, again, had not seen him since the college years. And I was like, hey, I'm in town. Like, we got to catch up. Let's go grab dinner. And he pulls up, picks me up, and I open the door, and he goes, dude, because you look exactly the same. And I, <laughs> and I started laughing and I said, I said, well, I said, you're one of the few that has said that. Um, right. Do I have a, do I have a story for you? And, you know, health and fitness was a big driver and a, a good portion of my life. I can remember kind of falling in love with working out in the weight room, probably my freshman year of high school. So okay. I was a football player and that's kind of what I did. And my dad wanted me to do other things, play other sports, but I just kind of threw that away. And he's like, well, he's like, you are either getting a job or you're doing something else. And I said, Hey, what about, uh, what about this weight room thing? I think, I, I think football is working out for me and I really like the weight room. What if I was in there every single day? And he's like, that would work for me. So awesome. I did. And that is something that worked out for me. And I was not a, you know, University of San Diego is not a football powerhouse. It's right. division one double right. a, but it's still, it's, 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 
it is probably a bigger school than I should have been. I probably shouldn't have been at a, you know, playing college football, but it was that work in the weight room, you know, to be bigger, to be stronger, to be the best version of yourself, you know, that allowed you to be that. And so I feel like, you know, probably from, you know, I don't know what age that is, 13, 14 till about age 30, that was a, a, a big driver in my life. So, you know, I was one of those first guys, you know, taking supplements and working out, you know, year round, you know, all the way back then. And then, you know, the priorities change, you know, I got married, I got heavily involved in work, you know, the real estate market crashes in 2008. And I just, I just got out of that rhythm that was no longer a focus. What had been, you know, a focus for my entire life, you know, fell off probably in the matter of about a year or two. And, you know, those five to 10 pounds a year that Uh you gain when you're not watching out for things Uh that added up over, over a 10 year, over a 10 year period. And, um, you know, spent probably, you know, 30 to 41, 30 to 42, uh, being a bigger version of myself, uh, a less athletic version of myself. And when I looked at pictures, it was not the person or even in the mirror, you know, when you look in the mirror, you look at pictures, it's like, do I really look like that? Right. You know, you know, it's, it's a, you know, I'm like, I'm like, that's not the me that I remember. And it's not the me that I feel like, you know, here, you know, in my, in my head. Uh-huh. And I always wonder, I'm like, is that guy still in there? I'm like, I yeah. feel like the guy's in there, but like, is he ever going to be there physically? Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things you always try. It's hard. I mean, I went through 10, 10 plus, probably more like 12 years, you know, uh-huh. of this being constantly on, on my mind. And, uh-huh. you know, I was sharing you before we started, like, you know, like when I was in, you know, when I was, you know, playing college football, I was about 225, you know, 230 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. super fit, you know, jacked, you know, yeah. and then, you know, you're not doing that anymore. You know, you know, you're a little bit less, but I think at, you know, at my heaviest, um, you know, I got up to probably 290 pounds and that's when I, that's when I stopped getting on the scale, mm-hmm. you know, cause I didn't like the number. So what do you do? You stop getting you on the stop. scale. Yeah. yeah. You stop, yeah, and you, know. you say things like, oh, I don't weigh myself. I, I go by how my clothes feel or I only weigh yeah. myself when I go to the doctor. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, 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 I go by how my clothes are fitting. Guess what? They weren't fitting. They weren't, yeah. they, they weren't, they weren't fitting. They weren't fitting at all. And I can remember doing a quick, uh, you know, you know, at that point when I got to my heaviest, I'm like, okay, this is too much. And was, was, was able to drop about 20 to 30 pounds. And then the last five or six years, I've been floating in between 260 and 270 pounds. Uh-huh. So that was, you know, that's the weight that I've been the last five years and the last five years that, you know, you and I have been communicating, you know, kind of, you know, on, on, on social media. Um, and then there was, it's something that had always been on my mind, but I was, I was not in a, I was not in any type of routine for physical exercise. Mm -hmm. I was exercising, but I wasn't not in any type of routine and it certainly was not enough. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any type of diet. And when I was in great shape, you know, from all of those years, you know, uh, I was in control of Mm -hmm. my diet Mm -hmm. and I had let both of those things. I was not in control of either of them. 
Well, and, and sometimes too, you know, you have the 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 luxury of youth on your side as well, right? So, I mean, in college, oh, that me- that metabolism, that metabolism, right? right? So you can still be you can be fit and strong and doing all those things and still going to fraternity parties on the weekend and eating burritos from all of our favorite burrito shops down there and and not not paying the consequences like we do now when you have to sit down and work and be at a computer and be in your car. Absolutely. No, it's not, it's, it's not like it used to be. You have to be, you have to be a lot more conscientious of what you're doing. So um, there was a moment, uh, you know, this had been on my mind and I'm like, I got to do something about this. And I got kids, I've got two sons. I don't just have kids. I've got boys. And one of them looks just like me. I mean, he's like, like the DNA of my oldest one and me, you know, it's like a 90% match. And I'm just like, I knew that I was not a great example. I knew that I was not the best version of myself. I knew that I was not showing up to, you know, to other people um, in my personal life and in business the way that I knew that I could. Mm-hmm. And I'd kind of always thought I'm like, like, I remember back, you know, into my twenties, like great shape in the working world. I'm like, I'm like, that guy was funny. That guy was fit. That guy was kind of a badass. Like mm-hmm. that was kind of the best version of myself. Like what if that person was out here today? What if that person was selling real estate? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was like, man, I'm like, that would be, that would be really something, you know, like, like yeah. I, I could, I, I could, I could tackle, I could tackle anything. Still didn't do anything about it. You know, or I should say, didn't do enough. You'd make progress. That's why you yo-yo. We were talking about it. I was totally. between two six, you know, two seventy and two sixty, and it was hard to get down to two sixty and make progress. And then I'd, I'd come back up. It's because I lacked, I lacked any type of routine, you know, habits and consistency. And I remember seeing a photo of me from the Fourth of July. So this would have been twenty twenty one Fourth of okay. July. And it granted, I was wearing this shirt, this t-shirt that was already too big and boxy. So it's not flattering. Wasn't doing you any favors. It was not doing me any favors to begin with, but I had not done myself any favors. And that was at that, that 270. And I was like, I was like, okay, enough is enough. And I remember I had an appointment with my, you know, with a doctor and I was complaining about this. I'm like, I'm like, I eat pretty good. And, you know, I, I'm kind of exercising and like, it just, it just shouldn't be this hard. He's like, ask me a couple questions, like uh-huh. what are you eating and this type of stuff. And then he's like, looks me right in the eye and tells me something, I'm paraphrasing, something to the effect of if what you're telling me is true, um, and this is what you're doing, you are simply eating too much mm-hmm. and you are, and, and, and you are not burning you are consuming more calories than you are eating. And it is, you know, it's not this simple, but I'm going to tell you it's this simple. Mm-hmm. It's calories in versus calories out. Calories out. Yeah. And, and, he, and he broke this down, down for me. And I, I, is, are we 3,600 calories for a pound of fat? Yeah. I, think, it it's, 36, yeah, I think it's about that 36 to 3,400, somewhere in there. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. 33 or 36, you know, something he yeah. breaks it down and he does the math and I'm like, well, duh. I've done this. When I stopped playing football after college, I, I got my personal training license. I was like yeah. American Council of Exercise, like sort yeah. of like all like I was I'm like, I'm like, this is stuff that I've always known, but mm-hmm. I also knew that controlling the diet was probably going to be the toughest thing that I've yeah. ever done. 
And I was not ready for it up until that point. And then okay. he said it, he said it so simply that it made sense to me. And I was like, he's absolutely right. Like mm-hmm. I, I am eating too much and I'm not in any type of routine. And like, mm-hmm. if my number, you know, is I can, you know, if I can, if I'm burning 3000 calories a day, mm-hmm. you know, doing what I'm doing, I am probably eating 3,500, you know, or, you know, or, you know, or whatever it is. So, yeah. so no, no shit, no shit. I put on the weight and, yeah. <laughs> and, and that, and that, and that it's not coming on because you do the math. Yeah, it, it, it is. It, it, it is. And it's, it's it, so, and it's so tough to be, well, there's a couple of things like, as you're saying this, you know, and also like as somebody who has been heavier as someone who has yo-yoed, mm-hmm. you know, and as someone who knows this, I also get it. I, I, you know, it's like, I, I know I look at myself in the mirror sometimes and I'm like, you know what to do, you know, what's going on. Yep. And I think that there's a couple of things like number one, that people aren't as realistic about like portion sizes. hundred percent as they should be. Right. I remember the first time I met, like, I love peanut butter. Anybody who knows me and who's known me forever. I mean, I have some college friends who still will laugh and be like, Oh my God, do you still love peanut butter so much? The answer is yes. I love peanut butter. Guilty. Um, had a scoop this morning. Right. And yeah. I literally like, but do you remember the first time you actually were consciously uh, aware of what a serving size of peanut butter is. And then yes. you think, holy shit, I have been eating I, I way more five, than that. <laughs> I just had five servings. Five servings. So that's one thing. And then I also think that people grossly underestimate, and I know I've been guilty of this, grossly underestimate how many calories they're consuming in alcohol on a weekly yeah. basis yeah. and how that impacts their overall caloric consumption and burn throughout the week. So it's like those two things are so incredibly important to pay attention to, um, especially when it comes to even like even healthy fat, right? Like, yes, yep. avocado is super healthy fat, but like you can't eat two whole avocados every single day. Yeah, you can have too much of that too. You, you yeah. still got, you, you know, you, you still, you still got to burn it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, I mean, that there, there was, you know, it wasn't like a single moment, but it was a series of moments that, you know, you know, kind of, you know, kind of dominoed and, uh, said, okay, I, I, I knew this all along. I knew what I needed to do, but, um, I needed to hear the right thing at the right time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and I did. And what I, what I did is I started really looking at it. Like, you know, I started writing down everything that I'm eating. I'm like, holy shit, I am eating too much. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, and when you actually write that down in a journal and you go back and look at it, you're like, man, I'm like, okay, you know, again, no wonder, no wonder I'm here. But, um, but it's so easy to like grab like a mini candy bar or a little yeah. snack throughout the day and then completely forget that you've even had it. Yep. And then maybe dinner time rolls around and you're like, oh yeah, I'll have dessert tonight. Like I had a salad at lunch and I had like a yogurt and a banana for breakfast, but then you forget that you had like five Reese's cups or whatever you did mm-hmm. mid afternoon, because it's just, we're moving so fast. We're doing so much. There's so many things on our minds. It is. It's, it, it, it's true. And, um, you know, so I just started writing it down and then I was like, okay, what can I do? Like, what can I eliminate? What are, you know, what are my triggers here? And like, you know, I, I don't know if there were necessarily any food triggers, but, you know, as we were talking about it, like alcohol was something that I recognized very quickly was not helping me achieve any type of goals, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, when I, you know, as here I am at 42, 43, well, <laughs> uh, whatever, however old I am, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm going to figure that one out when I get home. Um, 
you know, your body processes it differently. So mm-hmm. not only like, you know, was alcohol, you know, make it, you know, making my next day slow or painful. Mm-hmm. It was also one of the things that I could point to like, Hey, even if I have a couple beers, you know, or a couple of drinks, you know, that's when, that's when the floodgates would just open as far as eating choices goes, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to order, I'm not going to order, um, the chicken wings or the second round of chicken wings <laughs> when I'm not, when I'm not drinking, but right. anything, anything, if you're out with the, just some friends or you're, you know, you're watching the game, whatever, you know, you have a couple beers, you know, that's, that stuff, you know, those, those decisions, um, you know, fly, you know, self-control flies out the window. So yeah. I, I'm, not sober, but I eliminated alcohol, you know, from the get go. Um, and that is something that helps me tremendously. So one, you know, I started sleeping better. Yeah. Oh my God. And And sleep. I feel like sleep is one of those things that's finally starting to be talked about much, much more often, but it's also one of those things that so many people don't realize the true importance of and how, if your sleep is off, like it can so quickly, so negatively impact every other aspect of our lives. I had always been one of those, like, and I can actually, I can get by on less sleep. Mm-hmm. And when, you know, my wife, she sleeps quite, you know, probably two or three hours longer than, than I do. And I used to always give her a hard time and I just don't anymore because uh-huh. I'm sleeping more. Um, and it's, it truly all is, is connected. Oh, you know, 100%. The, the, you know, the, you know, getting good sleep, you know, whether that's six and a half hours or mm-hmm. eight and a half hours, everybody's different, but getting, getting what your body actually needs, you know, you know, to recover, to, mm-hmm. you know, eliminate less, you know, less stress. So, you know, alcohol, you know, I took that out. I'm sleeping better. I am no longer having, you know, the munchies when you're eating, mm-hmm. I'm no longer having the hangovers the next day, you know, or even it's not a hangover. You're not feeling great. Like, what do you right. want to do? Like, like, what's, what's the first thing you want to do? You're not feeling great after some alcohol, you know, like next day you're like, Oh, I want that breakfast burrito or I want right. that greasy sandwich, you know, breakfast, uh-huh. sandwich, whatever it is. Cause yeah. you're thinking, Oh, well I got to soak this up. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? There's no soaking it up anymore. After, <laughs> right. you know, after, after, you know, North of the age of 25, a Gatorade yeah. and a breakfast sandwich or burrito is not going to do it. You are still going to feel like trash. Totally. And, now, and now you've just, you know, put a 2000 calorie, you know, gut bomb, you know, in your totally. stomach. And, you know, that, you know, it, you, you've, you've set yourself back from all of the work, you know, that you, you know, that you've made, you know, up into that point. So mm-hmm. just kind of the removing the alcohol, figuring out what true portions were. I started, you know, I started counting calories, you know, mm-hmm. and not, you know, not you're like, oh, I'm only, you know, going to eat 2000, you know, calories a day or whatever it is, but like, I'm actually looking at this. Mm-hmm. What is a, you know, what is the calories in a portion size? What is the portion size? And, yeah. and, and, and understanding all all of this and mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, Hey, it was, it had been a free for all for so long, mm-hmm. uh, but no longer. And then, you know, just really, you know, you know, got control of the diet, um, you know, not a diet per se, but getting control of portion control, mm-hmm. you know, high protein, you know, lo, you know, less sugar. Um, you know, I, you know, I still, I still want my treats, you know, it's, yeah. you know, it's, and it's hard with the little kids with that, you know, stuff, stuff around, but it's a lot of protein. It's a lot of vegetables. It's a ton of water. It's a lot of protein shakes, um, you know, and, and a lot of, uh, you know, and a lot of, you know, I think portion control. I'm not sure if I yeah. said that. 
Well, and so. I think too, you know, one of the things that, you know, whenever I'm, whenever I talk about, about food, because food's a huge part of my life. I'm a huge foodie. I love to cook. I love to be in the kitchen, but I also have always been of such the belief that, you know, what works for me isn't necessarily going to work for you. 100%. And that's why, you know, all of our bodies are so unique and so individual. And, and there is a level of trial and error. And yeah. even as we continue to, to grow and change and age, something that worked maybe for me to Two years ago might not work for me in two years or, but it's like, we have to, you have to take the time to figure yep. out what is it that works for me. And I have some friends who have been like wildly successful on vegan diets for yeah. me, my body physically craves chicken and beef yep. and fish and all those things. But some other people don't and they look phenomenal and they, and they take great care of themselves, but without those types of foods. So it's like, I think we all owe it to ourselves to take the time to figure out, you know, what kind of exercise does my body not only respond to, but what do I enjoy? Because that's the other key piece of it. If you aren't enjoying what you're eating and you aren't enjoying what you're doing for activity, you're not going to continue doing it. You can do it on the short term, but there's no way that it can become a, a way of life long term mm-hmm. or become a habit. Because if you don't like something, very difficult to change, at least at this point in life, to mm-hmm. change your mind. Oh, I do actually like this. Yeah. So focus on what you are good at or focus on the things that you like, that type of exercise, um, you know, or, you know, that, you know, the types of foods and, you know, make, make good choices for them. But you're absolutely right. It's not a, it's not a one size, you know, fit all. And, you're saying like, you know, you got to try different things and, mm-hmm. you know, things that have worked in the past may not, you know, work for you forever. Like there was a while where I was doing a ton of intermittent fasting mm-hmm. and I feel like that got me like through a, through a plateau sure. that I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still really like the concept. And that was another one of my problems is like, Hey, late nights, like even if, uh-huh. even if the, even if the alcohol wasn't there, it's like late night snack. Man, yeah. you can open up that fridge door and that late night stack becomes a second dinner while the fridge, <laughs> the fridge door is freaking still open. And you're just like, oh my God, there's, there goes 700 calories. Right. And then it's sitting in your stomach all mm. night when you're mm. sleeping, your body has nothing other to do. They're not using it as, as, as energy. As energy it's, got, yeah. it's got nothing to do, but to turn that into fat. So yeah. I love, I still love the concept, you know, of you know, shutting it down earlier, mm-hmm. like sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, going to bed on an emptier stomach, mm-hmm. you know, so your body's got a chance to maybe, you know, you know, burn the fat that you've already got instead of something that's just sitting in, you know, in your stomach. But like, I pushed it up to like, you know, there's a while where I was going like 16 hours a day uh-huh. and like it put, it definitely, it pushed me through, but like, mm-hmm. there was a point where I'm like, I'm like, I'm too hungry. Right. Right. <laughs> like, like I think like for me, like I'd still love the concept, but like, it's not something I'm doing as, you know, as long. So it's like, if I can go 12 hours, like basically if I am yeah. shutting it down earlier in the evening and I am pushing breakfast back a little bit farther, you yep. know, if I'm in that 12 to 14 hour window, like that's a win and that's like manageable. And I think that's something that's manageable for me for life. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is like, as I've been thinking more about this, it's like, both in my fitness and in my nutrition and in my business, what can I do for the rest of my life? You know, yeah, and, and, yeah. and creating those, creating those types of habits. Cause like, yeah, it's great that I can, you know, run and, you know, I can still lift, you know, heavy weights right now. Am I going to be able to do that in 30 years? I mean, mm-hmm. I hope I'm around in 30 years, but like, yeah. you know, probably not, you know, but it's yeah. just, it's, it's stuff that, you know, it's sustainable. I, I think about sustainability. And I love that. I love that you said that because I think that, you know, 
habits are so important and they are what drive our, our day to day. And I mean, I am a naturally routined person. And so, I mean, I remember back in April, I really decided, okay, like I've been partying too much. Mm -hmm. I need to, I need to make some changes. And I've always been a person who likes to work out in the morning. So I said to myself, okay, you know what? Let's get back to those early morning wake-ups so I set my alarm. I had it go off. It goes off at 5.30. And now I'm so used to it. And I have to say, I'm so, I am I, I go to bed excited to get up yeah. because I like my morning routine that much. Like I'm at a point now where I'm like, oh my gosh, I really love my morning routine. I get up, the coffee's ready. I found mm-hmm. I found a creamer that I love that has good things in it that, you know, it, it makes me happy. And I'm like, this yeah. tastes good. So I mean, just like the littlest things though. And I mean, that might sound like so like, oh my God, your coffee creamer makes you happy. But it does because then I'm looking forward to it. I'm enjoying it. I like the way my days are starting. Um, but I think that sometimes you just have to start a habit, even if it sounds daunting or seems like, you know, I mean, I think I was, before I did that, I was probably waking up around like seven or seven 30 mm-hmm. and I'm like, dang, so I'm much wasted up- time. So much. And then I'm like, dang, so I'm going to get up when it's still daylight. dark. Like yeah. it's still dark. But then in the summer rolls around and I'm like, yes, this is where I thrive. It's light right. when my alarm goes off. But, um, you know, really getting into these habits that, that work. And then you see how you're setting yourself up for success f- for every step of the way throughout the day. And just continuing to do that is so 100%. Like, like, I was always, you know, we tell ourselves so many things like this is the way that I am. I'm a night owl. I have a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to get up early. And those mm-hmm. were lots of, those are things I've told myself, you know, a, a lot of my life. And yeah. and yeah, I did have a hard time sleeping. You know what? Well, comes to find out when you drink alcohol, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have a harder <laughs> time going to sleep. You're, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to be rested. If yeah. you are watching TV, before you go to bed. If yeah. that's the last thing that you do right before you go to bed, you're going to have a harder time with that. If you've got your phone, if you've got your screen right in front of your face for that last 30 or 60 minutes, like, oh, I can't sleep. I'm just scrolling. You've got that blue light right in your eyes. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to bed for another hour or two, you know, mm-hmm. after that. So I made a lot of those changes too. You know, you know, I was always going to bed an hour or two after my wife and I'm going to bed before she is sometimes, you know, nice. you know 15, you know, 15, <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes before, like, uh, I am, you know, I'm not watching TV very, mm-hmm. very often, mm-hmm. you know, as the last thing that I do before I go to bed, sure. biggest game changer. One of the biggest game changers for me is putting my phone in the bathroom. Oh, that's you know, great. so, yeah. so I'm, so I'm not, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not you're just picking it up that. and yeah. Yeah. And you see, so those are some of those, those are the little habits. And then, you know, I've also, and I was guilty of this this morning, but what I try to do, you know, most days is also not get on my phone first mm-hmm. thing in the morning mm-hmm. and not scroll. And, you know, it's super easy for me. I'm like, Oh, I got to check, see if anything came in, you know, right. More, right. You know, I'm yep. a real estate broker, residential stuff comes in overnight, but let's be honest. I'm, I'm like you, I'm up at five 30. What am I, what fire am I going to put out at five 30 in the morning? <laughs> exactly. You know, there's, there's no difference. If I get back to that person at five 45, or if I get back to them in AM, or yeah. 815, they're going to see it at the same time, you know, as well. Yeah. So, you know, I could be putting out fires thinking that I'm doing my job, but mm-hmm. really it's just providing resistance for me to get my morning, you know, my morning routine, you know, started. 
Well, and then what do you think too about, you know, the things that we tell ourselves? Like, as you were saying, you were saying a few minutes ago, and it got me thinking about this, about how, you know, oh, I'm a night owl or, oh, Mm -hmm. I don't sleep well, or, oh, I, I do this. I think that there is a lot of power. And one of the things that I've been focusing on a little bit more this year is like manifestation and, and verbalizing different things, um, whether it be my goals or whether it be, you know, just pumping myself up before a big meeting where I have to present or, you know, whatever it is. I mean, and I, I, you know, I, I'm thankful times like that are thankful when I'm wandering around my house talking out loud. I'm thankful that I do live alone. Right. But, um, I do believe that there is a lot of power in the things that we tell ourselves. So it's like, if you, like you were saying, if you're sitting there, if we're, if you're telling yourself every day, Oh, I don't sleep well, or are you telling that to people in conversation, then you're probably not going to sleep well. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. Because those are the things that we tell ourselves. So when you brought this up, there's two things that I go back to from, you know, some of my real estate training and and my national brokerage is Keller Williams. Mm -hmm. And they have a big saying is that what you focus on expands. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. If you are focusing on not being a good sleeper or that you are a night owl or you just mm-hmm. can't get up early in the in the morning, well, you're telling yourself that that's the way that it is. And then yeah. it's going to be that way. And then yeah. another one that they say is thoughts become things. Yep. It's, you know, you, you say, you said manifestation, mm-hmm. you know, I say thoughts become things. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Same it's, thing. It's the exact totally. same thing. Yeah. It's, it's what, it's what we tell her. It's what we tell ourselves. So we can tell ourselves things positive. You know, we can tell ourselves negative things, or we can tell ourselves positive things. Right. And even if you don't really believe in that, like, what if, what if you just, what if you switched your thinking or what if you switched yeah. the way that you talk to yourself, you're probably going to see a positive change somewhere. Well, you know, I love that. I love that you said that about the way you said it in the way, the way that you talk to yourself, because one of the things that I've tried to focus on a lot more lately is my self-talk mm-hmm. and And when I catch myself saying, I mean, and and we all, I know we're all guilty of it. We can be so nasty to ourselves. Of course. And then it's like, then you, I've been stopping myself and saying, would I say that to a friend? Would I say that to my mom? Would I say that to a coworker? And it's like, absolutely not. And like, you know, when I'm standing in the mirror, like picking myself apart for X, Y, and Z, would I ever do that to a friend? It's like, no, it's like, you see your friends, you're like, oh my gosh, you look so great today. And then, you know, oftentimes the response is, oh gosh, thanks. I just feel so blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, like, let's just say thanks. Like, that's another thing I've, I've been trying to work on too, is when somebody gives me a compliment to just say, thank you. Instead of like, oh, thanks, but no, no, no. Or, or deflecting or feeling badly that somebody's complimenting you. Like, that's so dumb. Yeah, just being open to it, and, you know, and re, and and receiving, you know, that positive feedback and that praise. Because I mean, you're right, you know, like what you're, and I've never thought about it like that, Nikki. When you're saying like, you know, the way I'm talking to myself, would I talk to a friend that way? It's like, well, no. And when you're talking so negatively about yourself, if you said that to somebody else, they're not going to be your friend anymore. So right. why would you why would you say that to yourself? You're the right. one the one person that you are truly accountable to, why would you talk to yourself that way when you are, you know, going out of your way to pump up, pump up other people? Exactly. And, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, like we were kind of chatting about before we started recording, I think that, you know, taking that personal accountability for your own health, Mm -hmm. for your own fitness. I mean, one of the things that I've said many times to many different people is, you know, like the only thing that I am in control of is literally myself right here, right now in this moment. Like I am in control of nothing else. And so it's like, you have to take that same thought and that same mindset 
into like our own health and fitness and yep. well-being. It's like nobody can do it for you. Nobody can do it for me. If you want to be the best version of you, you have to put in the work to do that. You have to figure out what works for you. And then, and I have always said, you know, that being selfish in those ways of taking care of yourself, that is not a bad thing because I know I'm not at my best as a daughter, as a sister, as a leader, as a friend, if I'm treating myself like shit and not taking care of myself. So it's like, it's kind of like, I do this for me, but I also do it to be the best me for all the other aspects of my life and all my other responsibilities. Absolutely. And, you know, as I reflect back to everything that I've done in these, you know, the last year and a half or so, like I can remember, you know, again, the things that I, you know, tell myself or like, you know, when I was still kind of going to the gym or going to the gym a little bit, you know, I'd see these other guys that were my age or like, you're, you know, older, you know, that are in great shape and I'll be like, ah, must be nice. Right. You know, or, you know, or like, gosh, is this guy, does this guy, does this guy even work? You know, and, uh, you know, they answer yes, yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> and they, and they, and they were probably super success, successful at what they were doing. And, and I, you know, in their employment and that is how I felt all those years that I was in shape. And then I got out of routine, you know, and then I, I wasn't thinking that way. And because I wasn't feeling good, I wasn't feeling my best. Um, you know, I'd forgot the importance of that. And, you know, I did not, you know, I wanted to make changes for a number of reasons, but mm-hmm. one of them was, I did not believe that I was low energy and I, I still don't, uh, you know, when, when I look back at that time, it wasn't low energy, but I didn't feel great, Yeah, but I didn't even know it. Right. But, yeah. but I know it now, uh-huh. you know, I know I, it, it, it took me about, it didn't even take that long, you know? you know, I'd maybe dropped the first 20 pounds and had, you know, really kind of dried out and not had a whole lot of alcohol. I'd be like, I'm like, man, I got a, I got a different level of awareness. I've got a different level of self-awareness. I have, there's a feeling that I've got that I cannot describe. And you know what? It's energy, it's positivity. And, you know, I feel great. And that's, you're you know, talking about like accepting compliments and like, you know, people tell me like, 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 wow, Wes, like you look really great. I'm like, thank you so much. You know, I, I yeah. appreciate that because it's been freaking hard. Totally. But what I, what I also tell them as I go, but I always tell them like, hey, I feel great. And, you know, that's like, to me, that is, you know, even, even, even more important. And I'm able, oh, I'm just able to attack, I'm just able to attack the day and, you know, with a different level of confidence and, and well-being. I'm not carrying this extra weight. I'm not afraid. I'm not looking for the right shirt to try to hide, you know, hide this gut. And I just am able to approach things more positively. And when stuff goes sideways and it does all the time, it yeah. feels like it rolls off a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit easier, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. No, I think that that's really true. I mean, um, I'm sure you, you know, Ryan Serhant cause he got really popular on million dollar listing and he's a big, Oh yeah. That's the, probably the third time I've heard his name today. Oh, how funny. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, I just love him, but I remember I, I follow him and, um, he used to post a lot more on stories than he does now, but I remember one of the things he, he's, a, he was an early morning workout guy. Yeah. And I remember him saying, and it really stuck with me. He said, I get up and I do my workout and that's going to be the hardest thing that I do all day. And I feel like if I can get up and I can do that first, then anything else that comes my way throughout the day, he's like, I'm going to be able to figure it out and I'm going to be able to handle it. And it's not going to be that bad. And that mindset really has stuck with me. 
as you know, I continue to get up and get my workouts in. And then I think, okay, like this does affect how I manage the curveballs that come my way throughout the day yep. and the different challenges that arise out of nowhere. And I'm like, all right, we got to figure this out or we got to do, we got to handle this. Um, it's, it is a different, a different level of, of, of just being because mm-hmm. I've already accomplished that task. And for, and, and it's, yes, it's accomplishing the task, but it's also how that, the way that that tasks makes you feel like yeah. I'm re, as we're talking about this, I'm reminded of a you know, trip that we went on in Hawaii, you know, kids spring break or winter break, whatever, you know, last February ish or something. And like, we got in super late. It was probably, you know, midnight Hawaii time. So it's really like 3am, you know, oh, yeah. West coast. And the kids are racked and I'm racked and we got a terrible night's sleep. And like, you know, I did not get up that next morning, you know, you know, you know, you know, I mean, Hey, I'm going to allow myself to sleep in, but like, yeah, the kid, like that next day, you didn't sleep well. Like I was cranky and I was cranky with my kids and I probably wasn't as nice to my wife as I should have been. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just said, Hey, you know what? Like I am off. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feeling off. Like, can I just go get 30 minutes? I want to go sweat this out. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, she's like, if you think that's going to change, change yeah. how you, like go for it. <laughs> she's like, take an hour. Yeah, she's like, please. She, yeah, she's like, do, do whatever you need to do. Just go. Yeah. And, and, and I did, and it totally reset where I was at. And that was, you know, how I was feeling still jet lagged, but not cranky in, you know, not being an a-hole dad to my kids. Hey, and, real like endorphins are yep. real and they are you know our natural body you know happy drug or happy happy pill i mean there's nothing like that endorphin release to feel like oh, okay hey that was good wow i right. feel great yeah right um so i'm kind of like and that's what like going back to like the routine and like, that's why I'm in there in the mornings. One is to kind of set my day because the hardest part, the hardest part is showing up to the gym. Yeah. You know, whether it's your home gym or your gym that you've done the hardest part there. And then that probably is the hardest part of your day. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, you know, I know that if I don't get it done in the morning, it's probably not happening. Yeah. You know, there is a slight chance that I sneak it in some other time, but I've learned that it was like, if I let it push to the afternoon, you know, then it's probably, it's probably not going to happen. And that's no longer acceptable to me because I know the person that I can be when I'm in routine and I'm a better version of myself, you know, when I am better husband, better dad, you know, better business owner, you know, Mm -hmm. hopefully I think a better boss, you know, well, you know. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're gone. So, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't get the peanut gallery, ch- you know, chiming in today, but you know, I at least feel, I, I at least feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that there's all these, these things to be said for it. And, you know, I, I know that, you know, it's not easy. And so, you know, I really commend you for taking that first step. And, you know, I kind of, I, I relate to, to that feeling. Cause that's kind of the feeling that I had that I've had recently, not so much with my physical fitness, but more with just, I, I can finally physically feel, even though like this could never, this never can actually happen, but you know, those saying like, you know, I, I got out of my own way or like, yeah. Oh, you're standing in your own way. Well, obviously we can never truly stand in front of ourselves. However, I finally got to a point and I don't know when, I, I don't know when I felt like this before, or if I even ever have, 
but I finally feel like I'm out of my own way. And I think that that was the catalyst for me to finally get this podcast out in the world. And for me to do some other things that I've been working on, it's like, I no longer feel like there's anything in front of me holding me back. And it's, it's all, you know, we all have to get there in our own times to accomplish whatever it is that we want to accomplish. But it kind of really sounds like you had that moment when you were at your doctor's office with that and like looking at the photo from the 4th of July and kind of going, I'm going to get out of my own way and I'm going to figure this out because I know I can. It just became super clear to me what I needed to do, mm-hmm. even though I all, I already knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, okay, I get, I get it now. I know I had tried everything else. I tried everything else except the one thing that deep down I knew that was going to actually make change. Yeah. And I avoided it because it was hard. It was right. the hardest thing that I could think of, uh, you know, you know, to do. And, you know, I don't think I was out of my own way then at that point, but I at least knew what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And I had a formula on how, you know, on, on how to get, get there. And then after that, it was really about having a plan, but I think even more so, you know, creating healthier habits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just, I started stripping down like, okay, like what are some of the healthier habits, you know, that, that I need to, you know, that, that I need to adapt. And that's something that I, I continue to continue to work on, but they, at this point, they are habits. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, and, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, do I get off track, you know, on the diet? Of course I do. You know, I, that's, 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 you know, but if I can, if I can be 80% of the way there, you know, throughout the week, then, then I'm, I'm probably, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the right track. Absolutely. One of my favorite, um, fitness people to follow is a guy named Jordan Syatt. And he's really, you know, his, his whole thing is really about calories and his whole thing okay. is when anytime somebody asks him, how do I lose weight? He's always like calorie deficit and he's done yep. challenges with himself. I think he did one challenge one time where he ate at McDonald's or he ate a Big Mac every day, but he remained in a calorie deficit. And he was like, look, I'm doing this to show you that right. yes, the quality of your calories matter, but they also, if you, if you are in a calorie deficit, you can still lose weight regardless of what you're eating. And so he ended up losing weight over the course of this month by eating a Big Mac every day because he still was in a calorie deficit. Now he was like, I don't recommend this. He goes, but my point is that like, you don't have to be perfect every yeah. single day. And so people will like, you know, he'll do question and answer boxes all the time. And I really appreciate them. And without fail, somebody will always ask and he always answers it because I think he realizes how important and how many people's minds get like screwed up by this. They'll say, oh my gosh, I'm going on vacation for a week. Like, what should I do? And his answer will always be, go on vacation and have fun. Have a pina colada. Enjoy the food. Enjoy where you are. Taste it all. But then when you get back, get back on track. Right. Then he's also like, look, you didn't make all of your progress in one week's time. You're not going to lose all of your progress in one week's time. So like, enjoy life, live your life, but then get back on track when you're back at home. And I love that because it is so true. I mean, I went to Europe this summer and- you know, my mom and I were really good about getting in the gym or going on a walk or going on a run, doing whatever, you know, wherever we were. Um, but I also was, I was more mindful on this trip than I think I ever have been about how much I was eating. I wasn't 
I wasn't concerned with what I was eating because I was in Italy. I was going to eat pasta. I was in Greece. I was going to eat. What, all yeah, it's, what you're, it's what you're there for. You yeah. gotta, you, you, know, you gotta, you gotta experience that things, but I wasn't going to be overeating and I still drank wine every single day because like you, I tried to tell myself before I left, I'm like, I'm going to try to not drink very much on this trip. And it's like, come on, I'm on vacation for the first time in a year. Like I want out of the, the out of the country, of, yeah. you know, <laughs> But I mean, I still came back at, for the first time ever um, after being in Europe and I was not, I had not gained, you know, five, six, seven pounds. And I was like, yes, like I figured it out. I can do this. Right. That's nice. That's, that's nice. Well, you were probably walking around a ton too, oh, that just, you know, too. just, just seeing the sights and, you know, when we vacation or if I'm traveling for business, like it's not, it's, it's never a free fall free for all for me. Um, you know, but you know, again, I, I still want to eat all the things like when I was down in San Diego, you know, three weekends oh, ago, yeah. like I, I hit my spots. I yeah. went to Santana. Oh. I got the California burrito. I feel like they knew that I was coming back after a long time and feel like it came out like a pound and a half instead of a pound. And yeah. I ate that whole thing on the oh. ride back, you know, back, you know, to, you know, to the airport, but I still come prepared. Like, like I actually traveled down there. Like I had my protein bars, I had my jerky, mm-hmm. like we had and actually, you know, I think stopped at the grocery store, got some supplies. So like, you know, you know, you know yeah. so, you know, you don't use, so I'm not making bad choice after bad yeah. choice. And you know, when I first started, you know, down this road of like getting a hold of nutrition, I started meal prepping. Mm-hmm. So I also, I just, I had found that like, okay, I can make pretty good decisions mm-hmm. for myself. Like when things are easy, yes. like, and yes. so how can I make this easy for myself? I'm like, well, I can have the chicken. I can have the ground Turkey. I can have these bags of salad. I can have, you know, I can have the hard boiled eggs, whatever is that I'm going to eat. I can have my you know, bags of beef, you know, jerky or turkey. If I've got that in front of me, I'm set. I can make, right. I can make that right decision. But like when I'm not, when I'm not prepared, that's, that's when I get off track, you know, cause mm-hmm. then I'll push it till late in the day. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm starved. And then all of a sudden I'm like taking a right turn, you know, into, you know, a fast food, you know, drive through. Yeah, sure. Because well, I, because, because I was not, because I was not prepared. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is so true. I mean, and especially in this day and age when we're so used to convenience and we're so used to so many things just being available. I mean, think about it. I mean, I heard I heard my uh, I don't want to say her name because she'll start listening, but I heard her beep a few minutes ago. And it's because I ordered something literally last night. <laughs> yeah, it's probably sitting on my doorstep right now, you know, right. And it's just like, OK, it's like we're so used to this instant gratification, instant convenience. Everything we want can be delivered to our homes. We don't even have to yep. leave our houses. And so I think that's also something that's interesting when you talk about getting your personal like health and fitness in line. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. It takes work. It takes commitment. It takes those habits. It takes all of those things. And what you know, it's, it's just nothing happens overnight. And it's kind of like all those sayings that have been around forever, you know, like, like good things come to those who work and wait. And, and, you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it. And, but I mean, there's a lot of truth behind those. Yeah, there, there is, there's truth in a lot of them. And that's why those, that's why those sayings, you know, are out there because somebody else, somebody else has experienced it and it's not something that happens overnight, but there's such an amazing compound effect, right? 
you know, of starting to make, you know, healthier choices. And like, I, I wouldn't recommend, you know, trying to do more than one or two at a time because yeah. it's hard to master, you know, you know, you know, more than that. You know, I think there's something in, what is it, Atomic Habits? There's a, uh, is a book that I've read a couple of times and there's a chapter on habit stacking. And it's like, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got, if you are consistent, you know, for 45 days, I'm probably getting this wrong, like with one, you know, with one new habit, like you can get there and you can probably master it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you add a second habit during the same time, uh, you've got like an 80% chance of mastering both. Now you stack on a third or a fourth, you drop below like 60 and 50%. Wow. And so, yeah. you know, the, the idea behind it is like, you know, take one or two things mm-hmm. until you've got that down. Yeah. And then that becomes part of your routine. And it's no, that's no longer one or two of your things. It's what you do. It's a part of you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you go at, then you go at another one or two. Yeah. yeah. And you keep, and you keep doing it as long as you're, you know, as long as there's something that you want to change. Change. Yeah. You know, oh, I about love that. yourself. And I, I mean, I think that's so true because if you, I, you you hear all the time where there's people who, you know, they want to make a change, mm-hmm. but it's like, it requires a lot of little changes. And then they just yeah. like, they say, well, okay, starting on Monday, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, A, B, and C. And it's like, but ha- no, like, and that's exactly what you're saying. You're not, no, yeah. Like, you're not, you're not doing one or two now. How are you going to do five to six? It's yeah. just, it's, it's, it's not, it's not human nature. Exactly. You, yeah. I think, I think people will set them, you know, they'll probably set themselves up for, um, you know, failure if they're trying to take on too much more than that. Or if, you know, if they, if they can manage it, they are just simply far more disciplined than, yeah. your, than, your, than your average human is. Exactly. exactly. And there, and there's some people out there that are, I'm, I am not one, I am not one of them. I have, yeah. to, I have to learn the hard way and then I have to take accountability and I have to, I have to experience that pain myself and sometimes longer than others before I can take some accountability and, and start to make some changes. Well, I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think it's so great, you know, all that you've accomplished. What would you say, what would you say is like the the biggest learning or the biggest like change and positive takeaway that you've, that you've got to from this point? The biggest positive takeaway. Oh man, the way that I feel. Mm-hmm. The way that I feel, I have a different, we were talking about this earlier. I think it's, it's not like, like, yeah, I know, like, I know that I look different mm-hmm. and it's not that I look different. I, I probably look a lot like the guy that you used to know, Yeah, you know, at least more, you, more so sun visor on. I would, I'd be like, Are we- Oh, I almost <laughs> forgot about the sun visor, but you're right. I think that was glued to my head uh, for about two, about two years, about two years straight. So it's not the way that I look, although I know that I look different mm-hmm. and I am comfortable with mm-hmm. the way that I look. I'm comfortable being at the pool all summer without my shirt on for the yeah. first time in years, but it's the way that I feel. And I, you know, like I said earlier, I didn't know that I was low energy or maybe I wasn't low energy, but just the energy that I do have, mm-hmm. you know, is trans, you know, it's transcending into other parts of my life. You know, I think that, you know, me working here in real estate or you working in real estate as well, Yeah, we're coming into something. Oh yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're not coming in, we're in it and there's, and there's more to come. Yeah. And I've been through a big market shift in the past, you know, 2008. And that's mm-hmm. really where, you know, where I cut my teeth. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm excited about going through something big, potentially big again, but you know what? I'm prepared. 
And I've got the energy for it and I've got the mindset for it. And I would not, I I know that I would not be feeling this way, that Mm -hmm. I don't think that I would be the leader that my team needs me to be. I'm not the leader that my family needs me to be if I had not made, you know, made these changes. Cause it's so simple. So funny. Like one of the guys, like, you know, I, I have a lot of guys, some girls, mainly guys, a lot of guys like me too. Mm-hmm. They used to have it and then they lost it. And then they, you know, they're reaching out like, you know, like, it's like, how do I get it back? One of them has helped me for years with real estate. Uh-huh. And it's like, and you know what he's telling me? He's telling me the basics. Yeah. It's like, you got to do the basics. And yeah. he's like, and, and he's asking, you know, asking me, asking me for some help. Some each I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, I am at your, I'm at your service. I'm giving him the absolute basics right right back, but it's something that I have experienced and, you know, and, you know, but nothing is new. It's not anything that there's absolutely nothing that's new that I'm doing. And there's nothing new that I am telling him. He's just willing to receive it. And it's just no, it's no different in business. It's like, you know, I've made some changes in my personal life, my health, my fitness, and, you know, I saw some of this coming in real estate and I started six months ago, you know, making these changes too. It's no different. It's, mm-hmm. it's small, small changes over time done consistently have massive results and yeah. wide ripples, you know, throughout, throughout your life. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that, you know, what you were saying, how it just, it all, it's like the ripple effect, right? Mm-hmm. And you're saying how it makes you a better leader at work. It makes you a better leader for your family. You, you, your confidence is clearly, you know, you're like, Hey, we're, we, I mean, you're God, we could talk for a whole other hour on the real estate market and everything right. that's going on and what, what the next six months, next episode, like. next episode. Exactly. But I mean, that's like so true though, but it's like, you're, you're like, Hey, I'm going to, I, I'm thinking about this. I'm going to figure it out. Whatever comes, I know I'll be able to handle it. And it's just that extra level because look at what you've, look at what you've accomplished. Look at what you're, you're prepared for Mm -hmm. all of those things together, I think are so important, but it's just all, everything ties together. So, and it's, it's why, you know, it's kind of going back, you know, I, you know, go back to that conversation we had earlier when like, I used to, I wasn't making fun of the guys that were in great shape at the gym, but you know, I, I don't think I was jealous, but I certainly like maybe a bit envious or something. And I'd make excuses. Like, it's like, ah, you know, this is a priority for them where work and family is not. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to, it's all, it's all intertwined. And if I am to fall out of this routine, I know I'm not the best version of myself. Yeah. You know, and that is, you know, that's, that's, that's for my family. You know, that's for my friends. That is for, you know, what, what, what I do in real estate, the people that rely on me, my clients. And, um, I know I, I didn't look at it like that before I looked at it. Like if you put yourself first, you're being selfish. And then now I kind of look at it. Like if you don't take care of yourself, you know, if you do not put that oxygen mask on first in, you know, in the airplane, you don't put that on first, you have zero chance of helping anybody else. Exactly. So put, put that mask on, you know, and, 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 and take control. So you can, you can help, help others or you just help yourself. It's whatever it is that you're after. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think, I think I, I love, I love that because I also think too, that sometimes, you know, like this got me thinking of this when you said about, you know, seeing other people in the gym and being like, oh, well, they, they probably do this or they do that. And you kind of like justify, like we're so good at justifying yep. things. Out That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to justify why I'm not there because mm-hmm. of X, Y, or Z. 
But I also think one of the things that I've been talking a little bit more about lately is it's like nobody nobody is paying enough attention to anybody else. Like, you know, we talked about being selfish, right? But it's also like everybody is selfish. At the end of the day, you're not thinking about anybody else. It's you human nature. It's me, it's me, myself, and I. And yeah, yeah, of course you think about other people, but not nearly as much as you think about yourself, exactly. uh, your, you know, your existence, your well-being, uh, you know, in, in life because nobody else is going to take care of you. Very rarely, like, you totally. know, you can, count, you can count on yourself. That's you it. count on yourself. And that's one of the things I said recently i was like just do it because nobody's fucking paying enough attention and nobody cares so just do what you want do what works for you start when you want don't feel like you're too late don't feel like somebody's ahead of you or 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 it's or oh i should have done that years ago who fucking cares just fucking do it and then see what happens because the time's gonna pass anyway so why not just start I'm, I'm hoping there's a lot of years left in, left in life. And, you know, I can remember a couple of years ago, like, you know, maybe not quite at like the peak weight I had, but just thinking, I'm like, God, this is it for me. You know, like, like this is, this is what I've got. This is probably what I will, I will be working through the rest of my life. Uh-huh. And I can also remember thinking like, Oh, okay. If that's, if that's, if that's it, if, if this is what I'm working, I, you know, with the rest of my life, my life probably, you know, isn't going to be as long because yeah, well, big, let's, let, let's, let's, let's call it what it is. Big animals die faster. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 they just, they, 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 they just do. Yeah. I see a lot. I see a lot of old guys at the gym. Uh huh. I don't see any big old guys at the gym. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're, 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 they're just, they're, they're, they're not there. So it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's never too late. I had tons of those thoughts. This is too late. This is never going to happen. I can't believe that I allowed myself, you know, to get here. Um, but the truth is like muscle memory is also a hell of a thing. Yeah. Like, like it, it remembers like, Uh if that's something that you had in the past and it's something that you want to get back to, like, if you're consistent enough, like your body's going to remember and it's eventually, it's eventually going to reward you. Definitely. Definitely. No, I, I, I totally love that because you know, that, that, what you just said about, about, um, just, just, you know, looking at and saying, looking forward and saying like, this is, this is my life. Like, this is where I'm at. That was like the whole premise for even this podcast and having these conversations is talking with people who were sitting there and looking in, at their life and, and whether it was a positive or a negative, right? Like there's a lot yeah. of people who were like, Hey, this was my life and it was great. And I loved where we were at. And then this happened and now we're here. But in your case, you were kind of like, Hmm, like, this is, this is what I'm working with. This is what's going on. And I don't know how this is going to turn out. And then you chose to make the decision. And now you're on this path and you're like, wow, I have energy and I'm more confident and everything else is working better. And I'm a better, this, I'm a better dad. I'm a better husband. I'm a better leader. That was, that was my whole point in, in coming to have these types of discussions with those, with all these types of people. So thank you for sharing your story because I love hearing it. I love seeing you thriving. I love, you know, how motivating these types of conversations can be, especially in the health and fitness space when, you know, there's so much out there. It can be yep. so daunting. It can be so overwhelming. And well, I think it is, especially in this, especially in this influencer world mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that we live in, 
I'm just a guy. I'm a real, I'm a real, I'm a real estate agent. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, you, 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 you start, you know, and there, there's nothing wrong with influencers. I follow a lot of them. There's some oh, great absolutely. stuff I've learned. There's some great yeah. stuff that I've learned, but I'm like, I'm like, okay, here, here's this 33 year old guy who's, you, who's jacked. He's never, he's never been through what I've been through. He's never been out of shape. Like, like, what do I, like, what is this guy going to tell me? Like he, he hasn't, he hasn't hit my challenges. You know, like we were saying earlier, it's just like, what podcasting is this? These are real people. These are, these are real stories. You know, mm-hmm. there's, I've got, I I'm in real estate. I'm not, I'm not selling a plan. I've got, I've got nothing, but what, uh, you know, I've gotten, you know, no motivation here than other than to share a story because yeah. I've been getting a lot of questions and you'd be like, what have you done? How did you do this? I'm like, okay. I'm like, Nikki sent me an email. Like I'm going to do, you know, you know, to do this. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And this is something that I can share. I can share with people. Be like, here you go. Like I had some notes I had written out, but it's not super, you know, it's not super clear. It's like, you know, but you know, this is something I can share with others and not that they can be inspired by it, but if they can learn something to think about and, you know, to make some positive changes, Mm -hmm. you know, at the very least, you know, Hey, it's possible. Cause I know if I can do it, and if I can go from, you know, at a peak of 290, you know, down to 213 this morning mm-hmm. in a fairly short period of time, um, you can you can do it, too, because it oh, wow. certainly was not on willpower because mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot of that. Well, you clearly do. I mean, you clearly I would argue I would argue like is, and willpower are different. They just uh, yes. Dis- discipline. You know, I I. I, I approach this as creating new habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, 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 that's how I looked at it because I mean, willpower, willpower wears out, but if you create habits then you can create consistency and that's, that's, consistency. that's, that's where, biggest. that's where my success has been Yeah, is, yeah. is the consistency. My goal is to do something every day mm-hmm. and I have, it took me a very long time to push out this idea of my old meathead mentality that I need to go bang weights for an hour and max out super heavy. And if I don't do that, I haven't gotten a good workout. Yeah. You know, yeah. once I, once I got that finally out of my head and focused on, okay, well, I'm going to get my diet under control, but I'm also going to move my body in a significant way every single day. And that can be so different. That can be yeah. for 15 minutes that can be for 60 minutes, but that it happens every single day. That's where the magic happens. Yeah. Consistency over everything Yep, really is. It's getting in those habits so you can be consistent. Um, and just like, like right there, Nikki, it's like, we're talking about this with fitness, but that's life. That's, you know, that's oh. business. That's my real, that's my real estate business. That's Absolutely. anything. It is. Yeah, it's it's you marketing yourself in real estate. It's you, you know, teaching your kids things. It's you're reading to your kids at night, doing whatever it is. It's the habits that create the consistency that create, you know, okay, now I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And then you start seeing the positives come from it. Yep. I mean, I think that one of the things that I always try to, you know, talk about kind of like what I was saying a little bit before we, before we recorded, like I can only be the best version of me. So right. I'm never going to be, you know, a five ten, five eleven size double zero runway model, but I can be the best version of me for my, my five, six, you know, body type and shape and, 
And I think that that's so important is that, you know, you can't set your goals to be, I want to look like this person, or I want to be like that person. You have to focus on, okay, well, what's the best I can be for me? And then what kinds of goals am I going to create based on who I am and what my body looks like and what I want it to look like or what I want it to be able to physically accomplish? I think that's, that, that's so important. And, you know, it's all just, it's right in front of our face, you know, and here we are talking about health and fitness and, you know, following influencers or what it's hard. We live in a society. It's hard not to compare yourselves, you know, whether it is, you know, body image, health and fitness, wealth, you know, it's right there in front of our faces all day long. If you have a phone, which you do, and you are on social media and you're probably on social media, if you end up listening to this, cause that's how you, because, because that, that's how you, that's how you found it. Um, you know, it's, it's being the best version of yourself. And I can remember like when I was getting started and I started making some progress, I was like, okay, starting out there, you know, at at 270 and I was like, gosh, if I could just get down to 245, like Mm -hmm. that would be, that would be incredible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't have this big audacious goal other than I need to get healthier and I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it one step at a time. I'm going to see, I can see what I'm going to see what I can do. I got to that first one. I was like, what if I got to 225? Yeah. That's that, you know, 225, 230. Uh-huh. That was my that was my college football playing weight. And I'm okay. like, because because okay. I'm like that guy. Now that guy could move. And like yeah. that guy was that was a good, that was a good, that was like peak, that was like peak fitness version. Like, is that possible? And yeah. I'm like, and then I got there. I'm like, okay, what's you know, what's next? And then I got down probably to a weight that was, you know, a little bit lower than you just probably supernatural. I'm like, you know what? I think I want to eat a little bit more. Right. right. (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm like, I did some of this. I think I want to eat a little bit more. And that was also like really when I I started hitting the weights more consistently, you know, Uh again, and then what did I, not did I learn, but what did I rediscover? You know, I just, you know, rediscovered the importance of, you know, building muscle again and getting stronger because as I'm building, guess what? As I'm building more muscle, I get to eat more. This is something, something I totally, I totally, you know, already knew, but again, had to learn it the hard way. Well, and it's like, you forget about it. I mean, my brother is, is really into fitness and he has, you know, he's also someone who has yo-yoed with his weight. Yeah loves a dessert. When I tell you this man loves a dessert, he has some, that's my, that's my, my people right there. Oh my gosh. I got to get him to come and talk to me sometimes and just tell some of the stories because he has such great delivery and he has some stories about eating desserts that like have (laughs) me just rolling. But right now he's, you know, he's, he's really, really, he's just thriving in all aspects of his life right now. And, um, he's been, you know, in my ear for the past few months, like do more weights, do more weights, do more weights. (laughs) And I finally called him the other night and I was like, okay, I'm like, you were right about doing more weights. And he's like, I, how long have I been telling you this? I'm like, I right. know, I just like, I, I have like a very much like hate relationship with doing weights. Like I don't enjoy it, but when I'm done, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I did that. So when I go in there and I do it, I'm like, just do it, just do it, just do it. And then when it's over. I'm like, okay, I'm so glad I did it. But uh, I don't, I don't I think I've, I don't think I've ever yeah, I don't think I've I don't think I've ever regretted a good workout. I've certainly had to talk myself into them. Uh, I've definitely talked myself out of them, but you never regret it once you do it. And yeah. if I could do things differently, I would like I was doing a lot of cardio. And like really when I like cuz when I was getting my diet strict, I didn't have a ton of energy. Like yeah. You know, so like the idea of going and lifting weights, like that was tough. So like, I, I mean, I really started with walking 
Mm-hmm. And then walking turned into kind of intervals of walking and running. Mm-hmm. And then I was losing a little bit more weight. And like, then I was running and I was like, I remember this time when I was, uh, I was taking my son to this hockey exhibit. We had just gotten a new NHL team up here in Seattle, the Kraken. He wanted oh, nice. to go learn more about hockey. And uh-huh. it was at the, like at the science center. It was supposed to be this really cool thing. We're late. It's getting ready to like close down. And so like, we start running. Like we're running, we're running to get there. My kid starts laughing and I'm like, what are you like? Why are you laughing? He's like, he's like, you're running dad. You're running. I've never seen you run. Oh my gosh. I was like, I was like, oh man. I'm like, we got a problem. (laughs) Like we, we, you know, we, we, we got a problem. So like running really became like a big thing for me. Uh Um, and I've run more. I bet I would gather that I've ran more in the last 16 months. Mm-hmm. probably that I've ran. I don't, in my life, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's a bold, I mean, but, but maybe, um, you know, definitely the most, I, I've been a runner in the past, but you know, that was to get, you know, the San Diego's days, it's, it's oh, sunny out, it's sunny outside, walk. you know? Along yeah, exactly. Boardwalk, two, you know, two to three times a week, you know, you know yeah. something like that. But yeah, I would, um, I still would have done, I, I like, I like the way that running makes me feel. There's something about physically moving my body again. And now that I can do it, like, I wouldn't say that I'm addicted to it, but I want, you know, I want to, I want to keep that going, but I would have added, I would have added more weights uh, earlier. Cause again, going back to what worked for me when I was in great shape is weightlifting was my primary. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, and I still, and I, and I still stayed lean, but I think as I started out with this, like really controlling the diet, I didn't have the, I didn't have the energy to think about doing much more than, you know, walking the dog for two to three miles. Hey, but you know what? Walking, I think, is also severely underrated. Getting it is so it is so un, it is so underrated. Important. And that is when if somebody's actually asking me for help, like one of the you know one of the guys, especially in you know my age range, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what I tell them. And they're like, they're like, are you shitting me? Like, you want me to walk? I'm like, I'm like, well, what are you doing right now? He's yeah. like, nothing. I'm like, well, good. Like, start. You know, yeah, good. Start there. Yeah. One hundred percent. It is. It is so important to just get out and move and get. I don't know. For me, it really helps my thoughts run. It helps me get organized. It helps me set goals. Just to be out there moving, moving, and just thinking. And I'm not. It's not like I'm power walking. Sometimes I'm just straight up just strolling through the neighborhood. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you're moving, and you know, uh, you probably got a little bit better weather than I do, so you can do that a little bit longer. You know, outside in your neck of the woods. Yeah. But I've always, I, I feel the same way. Like you know, walking, like if I can get two miles, I feel like that's kind of meditative for me, mm-hmm. um, where that clears my head, decompresses, mm-hmm. you know, the stress. And if I can get three miles, I just got real cardio. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and, when, and, when I, and when I was rocking another 50 pounds, it felt felt like it even more. Oh, my gosh. I bet. I bet. Oh, well, this has been such a fun conversation. I, I, I love, you know, hearing about what works for other people and how it, it really, you know, at the end of the day, none of it is brand new. None of it is revolutionary. It's like you were saying, you're telling your friends, like, it's the simple things. It's the basics. It's the little things. But it's the basics, the habits, but no. It is. It's absolutely the basics, but people don't want to hear about the basics mm-hmm. because the basics usually require a lot of hard work in the form of consistency. Yep. And, and I think that that's what most resistance is in life, whether it's your health, whether it's fitness, something at work, you know, relationships. 
Yeah, you got to put in the work to have the success. One hundred. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change overnight. But, uh, but you can you, you can make changes. You can make it. You can make a decision to change overnight. Yes. Oh, but that you is. Just gotta, you just got to get to work. You just got to get to work. I love it. Well, Wes, why don't you um, tell people how they can follow you, or if they're in listening and they're in your area and they want a killer realtor to help them find a new home? Oh, I want people to follow me. For- I'm all over the place. Uh, but um, my website is sellwithwest.com. I thought this was going to be super easy for people because I sell houses and you should yeah. sell with Wes. Uh, but people come back and they're like, sell like a cell phone, C E L L. It's weird. Anyways, <laughs> my website is sellwithwest.com. You can get my social medias on Facebook. I, or excuse me, on Instagram, I am fake West Jones. Um, and uh, as far as being counterculture, I think when I got my Instagram account in 2012, I didn't think that I would ever use it. And all of the all of the people at the time, the famous people, they're like official so and so, the real so and so. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be the fake one, and I'm never going to get on this. I'm going to be the fake West Jones, and I'm going to be, you know, I'm never going to use this platform again. And and here we are, and that's ten years later. (laughs) Here we are, yeah, ten years later, and it's where I predominantly do a lot of uh, my social media. And people always ask me, "Why are you? Why are you the fake West Jones?" I'm like, like here you go. Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. That is so awesome. Well, everybody, as always, thank you for listening and. For me, you can find me at Round 2 Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And new episodes come out every Monday. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. And as always, if you have anybody or yourself who would like to come on and share your story and talk about what has gone on in your path and your life and all the things that you have learned, please reach out to me and we can set up a time to chat. Have a great day. Thanks, Nikki. We had a blast. Thanks, Wes.